0: Welcome to the She Illuminates the World podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Resnick. This podcast is for mission-driven women and rising leaders who are ready to shine their light and play big in the world. All right. I am here with Sonia Highfield. She is the Wealth Expansion Coach, and we are going to be chatting about building a wealthy life. So Sonia, would love for you to start out by just sharing a little bit about who you are,
1: your journey, and how you got into this work. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. And um, my story starts way back when. No, um, I'll be, (laughs) I'll summarize. So I started my career as a photographer, and then one summer um, in 2015, I really, like, Got this burst of inspiration and energy, and just this calling to help other creatives with their businesses. Um, I'd been running my photo business for a couple of years and finally, you know, was out of like the struggling artist phase, was really like rocking and rolling and making money and like doing the thing. And all of a sudden, got this calling to kind of switch gears and, and help other people with what I knew. And so it started off kind of slowly and it was really um, intuitively led. And so I started speaking and doing workshops and um, I had no intention of being a coach. Like I really had to kind of be persuaded into that Um, and actually having like a really frustrating experience with um, some of the first coaches that I hired. kind of, you know, my, my airy self was like, F that I can do it better. I'm, I'm really going to help people. I will be a coach. So I, yeah, I started helping, um, just artists at first, and then it's really expanded to, uh, run the gamut of industries, but anyone who feels like they're a creative soul, they're, you know, a spiritual, uh, business owner. Um, I help people build profitable businesses, doing what they love, um, working on healing their money story, and really just making sure that they are happy, healthy humans first, and then successful business owners second. So my whole kind of philosophy around um, business and coaching really came to fruition once someone told me the original definition of wealth which is like what I'm like going to shout it from every rooftop, you know, is that um, the original definition of wealth is the condition of well-being. And so once I heard that, it was like the light bulb went off. I was like, okay, it makes so much sense now because I have this holistic approach. I really care about people as humans, but you know, my, my clients are showing up and like, how do I make more money, right? How do I make money doing what I love? And so it's about the money, but it's about so much more than that. It's about them really crafting, you know, their definition of health and happiness and success and applying this idea of wealth as well-being to both life and business.
0: I love that. The condition of well-being. And I love how you always say, like, it's not not about the money. Yeah. Because the money is like a big part of it. But I found myself recently um, looking at like my wins and I've been on this track of constantly invalidating myself because I didn't have the money wins. And I think we see that a lot in like the coaching world of, oh my God, I hit my five figure months or I hit six figures and whatnot. And it really is like money is important, but it's not everything. And taking it out of the shadow and like, what are we really celebrating, which is, who you're being, how you're living, which is essentially
1: well-being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny, just this morning, I had this kind of um, message, mantra, like come through that I'm being who I want to be so I can have what I want to have. Mm. And I think for a lot of people, they go about life saying, I'm going to have what I want to have so then I can be who I want to be. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And so I I think that, you know, I've had a really diverse experience with money. Right. And so I'm not that person who's a million dollar coach, you know, yet I'm not that person who made six figures in six months. Um, I really, you know, have been challenged by money myself. And so it was such a, um, important piece of my own journey and lessons to know like i have to take care of myself no matter what's going on in my bank account i have to figure out how to validate my purpose no matter how many clients i'm seeing right now i have to figure out how to feel that you know self-worth and self-love and self-respect no matter what's happening in my business because we can get so attached right? to like, why, you know, why isn't working? I'm not having, you know, the success that other people are having. And, you know, one of the, I think most frustrating things that I have found is like, I'm on my own divinely timed path, and it will just never be what anyone else's path is. And to accept that and to really ground into, do I believe in what I'm doing? Do I feel like I'm trusting myself, listening to my intuition, taking the strategic actions, you know, getting support, taking care of myself, right? Like, if I'm doing all the kind of, you know, quote unquote, right things for me, then I know that I'm going to end up where I'm meant to be. And embracing that, I think has made it a lot easier to deal with those financially tough moments. Yeah. If that, does that make sense? I feel like I ranted a little bit, but we (laughs) end up. (laughs) That's
0: the flow. Yeah. I mean, we're all so obsessed with the checking boxes um, of like, I need to hit this by this age or I've see a lot. I'm turning 30 of, I need to be married or at least engaged by the time I'm 30. And I need to be making X amount of money by the time I'm 35 or whatever. Um, And it's, we get so caught up in these, these boxes. And then when they don't happen, we think that there's something wrong with us. And, you know, it's, I couldn't get pregnant. There's infertility issues. What's wrong with me? I'm the problem. And it's, you're not the problem. It's just that we have these totally unrealistic standards and some people might check that box and that might be their path, but that's not true for everyone.
1: Yeah, exactly, right? Everyone's on their own path and it, yeah, it's really, I think not so much like this is the right way or this is the wrong way or, um, you know, we're just allowed to be imperfect and have challenges because life is challenging, right? And, you know, business is hard and, you know, uh, the, I think the less that we can kind of, again, compare each of our paths, it makes it easier. Um, But that's really tough, especially in this day of social media, when you're seeing, you know, everyone's stuff online, whether it's the highlight reel or not, Um, it's just really tough when we're constantly kind of bombarded with (laughs) what's going on on other people's paths.
0: Right. And then there's confirmation bias and, you know, we have our beliefs and we're looking for the things that we believe in. And I mean, that's something for me of realizing that what I thought was true is like a microcosm Mm -hmm. of what's really happening in the universe. But I want, I would love for you to share more about how to get
1: in touch with your intuition. Yeah. So this is such a great question. Um, And I'm, I'm for sure not the expert on, you know, all things intuition, I can really only kind of speak to like my, you know, my experience, right? Um, for me, I've always felt I was an intuitive person. When I was younger, um, I didn't always, you know, have the language around um different experiences but just like for a little quick story example when i was younger i would often kind of play this game of like i can guess someone else's birthday wow right and like i i could usually get pretty pretty close and for me i wasn't identifying that as like this is an intuitive gift right but i just had these experiences i was really big into like interpreting my dreams and um as i got older once once i really kind of hit that summer of 2015 i was really looking to expand my my spiritual experiences i think i was kind of you know having my spiritual awakening where you know i started meditating and doing more like you know working with more healers and just really exploring more of my spiritual, intuitive self. And I started having really awesome experiences, particularly from meditation. Um, For me, that was really like the easiest pathway, you know, into hearing my intuition and, you know, feeling things and seeing things and really starting to, you know, kind of open up all my clairs. And over the last, you know, five, six years, it's really been quite an awesome journey. And, And sometimes like, you know, freaked me out. (laughs) Sometimes freaked me out when I started having like spontaneous mediumship experiences. Um, But really like, you know, using the tools and just exploring like what, what does it mean to be intuitive? What, how does my intuition speak to me? So for me, um, I'm very clear, cognizant, clear audience. And so I hear a lot of things. And so for me, like I've noticed, um, like, even when it comes to like creating content, like that was just never an issue for me because I would hear messages so clearly that it was like, here's what you're meant to share. Here's what to say. You know, here's the thing your people need to hear. And so that is really a big, you know, piece of how I engage with my intuition um, and playing with, you know, crystals and tarot cards and, you um, working with people and really allowing myself to have the space to hear and feel and know things and trust them. Um, It's been, you know, quite a a process um, over the last handful of years, but I think creating space, whether you are, you know, meditating or just like taking a daily walk and being like, all right, I'm going to unplug. Let me see what's coming through, what's coming up for me, because it's so subtle, right? Like our intuition can be so, so subtle. And I found just really finding different ways to engage with it and create space to receive it, however you receive it, right? People engage with their intuition, you know, via via the different clairs, different senses. Um, and so it's really been a, a fun and interesting process of how do I engage with my intuition? What tools and practices work for me and then really trusting, you know, again, like whether I just know something or I hear something or I feel something, um, giving myself kind of that extra breath to be like, okay, yes. Okay. I want to share that. Or yes, I want to lean into that. Or yes, I'm going to, you know, uh, follow, you know, where, where it's guiding me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, it's intuition. It's, it's a
0: muscle, right? Like it's, it's, and I don't even know if I ever thought of it that way for me, I just felt like, oh, I have intuition. Okay. Like these are things that for me, it's an inner knowing of like, that's true. That's bullshit. Like that's true. I can just kind of decipher, but I have been definitely going on the spiritual awakening journey over the past year or so. And now I'm realizing we, it's actually much bigger than that. And if you keep developing it and building it, you can start to hear things and see things. And I have a friend who has gone through psychic boot camp, and she was telling me anybody can open up their clairs.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyone
0: can open up. And it's really just as you're open, as you open up more and more, things start to pop in and, and I'm literally living this right now Um, by no means. I'm not an expert. I'm just like, Whoa, like I had a dream last night. And I just had chills. It felt like a lightning storm going through my body. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like this is what all the YouTube mediums talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't learn this in grad school. I didn't learn this in like high school. It's just very much like what the hell is happening to me?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And I think that is an important note is that people can have different kinds of experiences with, you know, their. Claire's opening up with engaging with their intuition right it can look and feel differently for different people um and it can be a little jarring you know right when you're kind of like whoa like what is happening I'm talking (laughs) to dead people like yeah it's a little wild sometimes and I think that we all have to you know again just kind of like take it at our own pace and um it's it's definitely another area where I feel like we can, we can explore a lot of it on our own, but it's also really helpful to have someone or community where you can kind of touch in with and be like, hey, this is happening. Has anyone experienced this or, you know, just getting support because um, yeah, it can, it can just be kind of a wild ride where you're like, I don't really know what's going on right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not to scare anyone, but I, I want to just bring it back to like the intuition and then the wealth of like, do you feel like the more that you're able to connect to your intuition or to the other side that it's allowed you to expand and build more wealth into your life?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think that for me, what I have realized is those spiritual practices and my intuition um, they're not meant to be in place just to have a financial ROI. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's one thing that I've really noticed and kind of been, you know, wrestling with in many ways because I do work with my intuition, my clients and, intu- you know, honoring their intuition and using like meditation and things to work with their energy. And, um, you know, I know that my people have had like amazing financial experiences after we've used some spiritual, you know, tools. Um, but I think that if we kind of look to them as like, oh, I'm going to meditate so I can make more money, or I'm going to like, you know, uh, use crystals just so I can, um, I don't know, call in clients or, you know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. really personal tools first and foremost. And so I do think that our intuition is always guiding us and is therefore you know connected to what our bigger purpose is and if we're supposed to have you know a successful business it's leading us to that but i really have found and tried to bring my own practices back to being for me personally first and foremost right for my own personal self-wisdom self-discovery self-healing First and foremost, I think that's what our intuition is, It is kind of supposed to be engaged with for. Um, And I don't know if I even just, I forget what your question was. (laughs) I said, how does it um, connect
0: to to wealth and building a wealthier life? And it was so important about um, you don't meditate to make more money.
1: Right, it it really is first and foremost, like for our own well being, and for you know, for me, for being able to center and ground and reconnect and align with my own, you know, core self to create that well being within me first. Because, yes, then when I am sturdy in myself and taking care of myself, then yes, I have, I for sure show up as a better leader. I for sure, you know, um, find more ease in, in my business world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then
0: it's like, you grow the social media following and everything else, but it's that core foundation. And this is a reminder that I personally need. So if nobody else benefits from this podcast episode, like (laughs) I definitely did because I think we all get so caught up into, again, like going back to those, those checked boxes of like, oh, I'm gonna meditate so then I can like have the relationship or I can uh, have the apartment or whatnot. And I, I really do think it comes back to like what is of the highest good, and yeah. and then yes, you do get all the other things if you want them and they're meant for you. But it really and this is my interpretation and my understanding is like it really is creating that well being for what what is best for you and most aligned.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, like I have kind of mixed feelings on the whole um, industry around manifestation. And so I think a lot of times, you know, people are trying to, again, just use kind of intuitive techniques or spiritual techniques as a means to an end for something material or some some gain. And I do absolutely believe that we can manifest or constantly manifesting and that, you know, our energy and our thoughts and our beliefs can impact, you know, our lives in so many different ways. But it's just been important for, you know, my own practice and for when I'm engaging with clients too, to say like, yeah, we're going to use energy work and I do use meditation. Um, but it's first and foremost for that inner well-being and then from there, as you make aligned choices and decisions and take actions for yourself, it will have that ripple effect. Um, mm-hmm. But it just it like it has to start, I think, from that more pure place of like who who am I being as a as a human, and yeah. how am I how am I taking care of and you know, really in integrity with like who I am.
0: Yeah. No, I can totally relate to this because. Um, a few years ago, I was living in Atlanta and I had all the things like I really did. I traveled every month. I had my own apartment. Um, I had a spa membership. I would get a massage every month. I got my nails done. Like I, I literally had everything that I still want now. But at the time, I was so miserable and so burnt out and so exhausted. And a lot of that was because I was stuck in the people pleasing and stuck in the codependency and internalizing everybody else's shit. And then I would numb out with food and I would binge eat it And I, I just, my body couldn't keep up. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I left my job and then, I moved back to New York and started my own business and what people don't realize is a lot of times when you go on the entrepreneur entrepreneurial path it's not so much about the business but more so about who you're being and it becomes very much a spiritual journey um yes. for me it's the past i would say year and a half to 2 years have been very intense inner work. And I'm like, where are the clients? Where is the money? Why is it not coming to me? And then when I really step back, it's, well, I've been healing my codependency. I've been healing my relationship to sex and sexuality and pussy. Right. And it's, these are huge, huge things, but they're not the things that we're taught to like, (laughs) um, talk about, or they're more taboo. Um, Like we're taught like, oh, build a business, get the clients, make the money, get on stage, like grow, 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 grow. And it's, again, like I had all of that before, like I did all of that stuff before that wasn't the hard part. It's really about getting in touch with who you are um, what are you meant to be doing? And then finding those things that, that fulfill you and that, and then I truly believe that I'm going to have everything else again. Like I truly believe all the travel and the spa stuff. I think that'll all come back and I want it to, but that's not the
1: point right now. Right. Right. I'm sorry. Someone started like doing construction. I'm gonna Uh, close the window if that's okay. I don't know if it's too loud.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We love the distractions. It's always making the episodes more fun and imperfect. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I so appreciate, you know, hearing, you know, just hearing some more of your story too, because I think that a lot of people just don't want to share that there is hardship and that there's healing as you're building a business that really is It's just for you. It's just personal. And, you know, of course, again, it will, you know, impact your business in some way, but it's really like um, when you're, I think not everyone who has a business is drawn to have a business for like a spiritual awakening, right? But I think that a lot of us here we are. <laughs> are really called to something. It's like, we're really like, wow, this is the work yeah. I'm meant to do. And I'm meant to impact people. And then we get hit with these, you know, uh, deep, deep, you know, issues and challenges and just, you know, healing experiences that we have to work through. And it's again, hard to not compare, like, why does, why isn't everyone else going through this? Or like, why is that person's business taking oh. off? Like we started at the same time. And oh yeah. It's again just like not judging your own path. And I, I believe that, you know, well-being is really meant for all of us, but you know, we all we all have a different path to to it, right? To our ideal version of it. And um it's just not always, you know sweet and easy and rainbows and butterflies.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it, the coaching industry drives me crazy because everyone's like, let me teach you how to make like, I uh, have 10 K months or, or also like, let me show you how to lose like 20 pounds. And what I'm like, well, you don't know anything about my body. How do you know how much weight I'm able to lose? And I come from an eating disorder background and that stuff makes me so angry and so frustrated. And it's just because you didn't, you did it doesn't mean that your client's, are going to do that because they're on a different path and they have different experiences.
1: Yes. I, I've been talking about this so much with, um, you know, friends and peers about ethical coaching and really ethical business. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. That's like,
1: yeah, the whole yeah, Like, yeah, that, that's probably a whole other episode. But um, again, you know, in, my mission of building my own wealthy life and in supporting other people to build their version of a wealthy life, it really is about honoring, like, here's how I'm doing it. Here's what I'm called to. Here's what's working for me. What's working for you? What are you called to? What do you desire? Right. And really honoring that my clients, my you know friends, my people are going to have a different version of wealth than I am. And- really? that is fine right like we have to create space for people to feel validated in their desires and in their version of what happy healthy wealthy looks like and i i'm so honored to feel like i get a behind the scenes of people's lives and really get a chance to meet these amazing humans and say like yeah do it your way like you you don't have to please don't run your business the way I run my business because right. we're two different people. We've right. got different thoughts and beliefs and goals and lifestyles. So let's really find like your version. Let's find the strategy that supports you. Let's find the practices that work for you. And it's just always going to be a little bit different. And so that's why, you know, I personally create coaching experiences that really are about coaching. They're not about teaching um right like not to say that people don't learn things in my containers but like it's really about guidance and listening and asking questions and helping people define for themselves and for me that doesn't come um for me that just comes in in experiences where we really get to have dialogue mm-hmm you know, and and that's what I found to be really important as I work with people and support them to like create their wealthy life is that we need to have a dialogue about it. You know, it's really? it's um, not something I can just say here. This is what to do. Go do it. Right? Like there, the the magic comes in being able to share your ideas and your vision and have someone who just says, Yeah, you can do that. You got it. Go for it. And. You know, not to say that, um, you know, I I just say yes to everything, right? Like, that, that, that's not really the point. It's just, like, to cheer people on without any more depth. But a lot of times, my clients come to me, and I'm the only person that's kind of in their corner, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, like, yes, this is possible for you. Yeah, you can absolutely run the business the way that you want. Like, yeah, like, you can take care of yourself and make money.
0: right what a radical concept that is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And unfortunately it is kind of radical. Yeah. So that, that's what I, that's what I'm here for, you know?
0: Yeah. So can you share more of your containers and how do people get into them? How do they find you?
1: Yeah. So, um, it's funny. I was talking with someone yesterday about this and I was like, you know, I do single sessions and I do longer term one-to-one support. And um, I currently have a, a new group that I'm enrolling for. Um, but I was like, not everyone needs six months of support. Sometimes people come in and we can just, you know, really have an in-depth, super effective, you know, 90 minute session and they get what they need for the next six months. know, mm-hmm. other people um, do need more of that continuous support or wanna be in a group where you have community, right? Um, so I do like to work with people kind of in a variety of ways. And I always encourage everyone, like, let's jump on a free call so we can figure out what actually makes the most sense for you. And I can really, you know, weigh in with, yeah, based on what you need, like we could do one session or, you know what, actually what you're, you know, showing up and telling me is probably going to be best if we can spend, you know, uh, some more months together.
0: Totally. There really is no one size fits all. And that's what, you know, it's, you need to know yourself when you're signing up to work with a coach. And I know Sonia, we did a session that was, it was just a one-time session and it was amazing. And I've worked with other coaches for a year and I've worked with people for six months and I've done all different things and it's, but I make that decision. They don't make that decision for me. And the, the best coaches will help you find, help you listen to yourself. So you know, what's right for you. They won't tell you what to do. It's, they're going to help you connect into what you're feeling and what might be right for you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You got to be empowered in making that choice of like, what's the best fit, what's the best support for you. Um, and again, like I, I just have found, I like to have options because it just doesn't make sense. Not everyone needs a six month you know, what one-to-one right. uh, option. So yeah, I I am really happy to work with people in kind of a variety of ways. Amazing. So how do they find you? So um I hang out on Instagram. Um and I also am on Facebook, which is where a lot of my clients have come from, but I also do a lot of networking locally. And so, um, you know, like you can find me hashtag everywhere. Um, But, you know, my business name is is Real World Creative. So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and that's my website as well. Um, And then I have my podcast, which came out not too long ago called Wealthy in Pajamas. And I would love for people to tune in and um, connect that way as well. So wherever you like to hang out, I'm probably there.
0: (laughs) Real world creatives. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Sonia, for sharing a little bit of your story and your path. And we appreciate all of your insight and we will see you all in the next episode. If you love what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast a follow. I would love to hear from you. So head on over to Instagram and send me a message at Jocelyn with all of your ahas, insights, and inspirations. Thanks for listening.